0: I think the most important thing I find for myself and I've learned through the years is not to put unnecessary pressure on myself. So sometimes if it's not working out, sometimes if I can't manage, I'm not harsh on myself. I'm just like, okay, it's okay. You pick it up tomorrow. Because sometimes you're also tired, you know? We're all human by the end of the day. You've taken like eight, 10 classes and you're just like, I'm not even in the mood now to look at the business end of stuff, you know? And that's okay. I think that's fine.
1: Today's guest is a mindful movement practitioner, author, entrepreneur, and Pilates expert, the very, very lovely Namruta Prohit. While the world is dealing with a pandemic, I wanted to talk to Namruta you know, about dealing with health and fitness uh, through practices like mindfulness and meditation. Namruta and I spoke extensively about how to do meditation, how to uh practice mindfulness, its benefits, and how do you approach uh, health in scenarios like work from home and where both men and women are multitasking to get things done. If you're even slightly interested in finding ways to center yourself, ground yourself, you will find this episode very, very useful. Hey, ramrita Thank you for uh, coming on questions I wanted to ask. Uh, It is so, so much of an honor to have you talk to you in middle of all this chaos, Mm -hmm. talk to you about, you know, things which I think a lot of them are of personal interest to me, but a lot of them are things that are required we should be talking about. Uh, Welcome on board, and I'm hoping to have a really good, fruitful conversation, which can help a lot of other people as well, Uh, you know, whoever listens to it.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad I could be here. I'm glad I'm talking to you. I hope this session
1: is fruitful for everyone and I'm sure for me too. My pleasure. I'll just start with, you know, when I was going through, of course, I follow you on Instagram and all of that. There is a word which is added to your profile pretty much everywhere. It's called Mindful Movement Practitioner. Uh, I try and meditate, but I don't know whether I'm not sure whether how much of this mindfulness do I practice or do I know about, right? Especially in my daily life. Uh, I want to know what is mindfulness and what is it that you know you're trying to uh, practice.
0: You know, first of all, very simply put, I would say being mindful comes out in every little thing that we do in our life. It's being completely present in the moment. in the movement in this case, or in whatever you are doing. So whether it's moving mindfully, whether it is eating mindfully, the entire purpose is to be 100% present in that very moment. So basically, no distractions, first of all. Secondly, focusing on your breath, on also relaxing the mind, on also just being aware about what your body is doing, what your mind is doing, where it is wandering all these things come together and form a practice of mindful movement or rather being mindful. Now, when I talk about mindful movement, of course, because, you know, there are there's a lot that you can do with your body. So mm-hmm. the whole purpose of mindful movement is understanding what your body needs, what your body wants, and also targeting those kind of movements into your regime. So, for mm-hmm. example, now... You know that we all have a lot of control over our breath and breathing itself is, as we say, the very first act of life in the very yeah. class. Yeah. So it is very important to be mindful of the breathing you're doing when you're working out. Sometimes we have exercise routines where we say, okay, on this move, you need to exhale, on this, you need to inhale. And sometimes you say, you know what, let go, breathe. And you tell me what your breath naturally wants to do. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of you understanding what your body's demands are. And at the same time, understanding, for example, you know, we obviously breathe into our lungs. Now, do we breathe in more on one side? Do we breathe in less on the other side? Mm -hmm. Can we open up, you know, when we inhale our diaphragm, naturally sinks a little bit. So can we feel that movement? Can we feel that motion? all these things bring a lot of awareness to literally the center of our body and brings sure. a lot of centering through the mind the body understanding your physical space i mean i can keep going on about this <laughs> but it is just basically mindfulness whether anyone you're eating i keep saying please leave your phone aside look at what you're eating chew yeah. your food most of the times today when you're eating you're also like looking at your phone replying to messages on the phone quickly chewing you don't know what's going into your system most of the time you're not I mean, you do know what you packed for lunch, but you're not aware of what you're eating. And you're not enjoying what's
1: going in your Yeah, so it's basically
0: being 100% present in that
1: movement, in that moment, and taking every single thing in that you can get from that moment. You know, as a mother, as a working mother, I've heard this a lot from the older women, you know, who've been working moms saying, you know, don't worry when you're trying to do multiple things. Don't worry about Iska kya hoga, uska kya. just be at that moment at whatever thing you're doing. So as a working mother, as, as a woman, maybe I can understand because I'm trying to multitask or whatever and which I will ask you about that later. But why... I mean, the simpler question, why is mindfulness required? Why should a 25-year-old worry about, you know, mindfulness? Why should a 25-year-old think about mindfulness? But first, I'd like to say a 25-year-old or anybody, no matter what age, should
0: not worry about mindfulness. Sure. Yes, you can think about being mindful, but don't worry about it. Mm. So I think the most important thing is, see what's happening today like you said there are so many demands in our day right yeah whether it's whether it's going to college whether it's finishing some exams whether it's cleaning the house taking care of kids taking care of work maybe 100 different things at workspace you're taking work home with you at the moment we are working from home but we're working you know late hours and there's just so much going on all the time we live in a world where you get updates every second on your phone you're reading about the virus you're reading about, so many things that are putting pressure on your on your brain or pressure on your cells. And yeah. that kind of translates into the entire body. We don't realize how the stresses of life impact, of course, the mind, but also the body, also the physical being, the internal and external being. So the reason being mindful is so important is one, because you need to be aware about what information or what processes you're putting through your body, what signals you're sending into your body. Now, the second you start focusing on yourself, being mindful is what? Being mindful also about external things, but also being mindful about yourself, being mindful about your needs, being mindful about where you need to go, what you need to do in order to love yourself. And like I always say, it's not, you know, sometimes people ask me, isn't that being selfish? And I'm like, no, it's not about being selfish. And it's okay to be a little bit selfish because Unless you take care of yourself, your mental health and your physical well-being as well, you cannot translate that into other people's life either. Because if you're unhappy, how can you ever expect to make somebody else happy? You know, so kind of finding that time for yourself, even if it's just one hour in the day. That's why I say if you come to my studio and you work out, I'll tell you, please put the phone on This is your one hour. You dedicate to yourself. Now, in the middle of the workout, if you're going to get a work call and go somewhere, There's no point. You know, you need to. It's not it's not just about one, of course, discipline, but also about just being in tune with yourself, just saying that you know what, this is my one up and being okay with that. And that's something I feel like in today's day and age is very, very important because we've lost that given that our phones are with us everywhere. People take them to the toilet, you know, you're sitting on the pot and looking at your phone. So finding that time where you can just be like this is my one hour you know is very very important for your mental well-being and it'll help you in the long term as well it'll help you when you have unnecessary pressure coming in from here and there you'll feel more grounded you'll feel more centered and that's why being mindful is important it's very important to just be healthy
1: yeah yeah but tell me in a scenario like today or the last 14-15 months that the world has seen uh Where we're all working from home, uh, how does one practice mind? I'm especially say in a city like Bombay, where you're living in smaller flats. You have people around you always. uh, Somebody is on the iPad, somebody is on the laptop. Some you know child is playing the video game, and there is kitchen going on. I mean, there's everything around you, right? How and then you're working. You have your phone. You have your laptop. Whatever. How does one become mindful in a scenario where you're working from home?
0: But, you know, what I say is, even if you're working from home, first of all, I think we're fortunate that we have work at home, you know, in this day and age, of course, we have to count our blessings as well. Yeah, absolutely. uh, But I think it's in that, again, it's just finding or putting aside that one hour for yourself, even if you're working from home, maybe first thing in the morning, like I have a morning routine where I'm like, okay, I wake up, the first one hour, I will not look at my phone, I will not look at my laptop, I will not look at any screen, no device. I spend that one hour with myself. Sometimes I'm just looking out of the window, doing, you know, some nice deep breaths, watching people go by outside, you know, and just life, wake up. And just finding my center, finding my breath, you know, finding my grounding for the day. And just practicing, you know, gratefulness also. Like, you know, just being grateful for everything you have. I think all those things help you feel more relaxed, help you feel more thankful for everything that's going on and just finding the positive things in the day because I think that's what we really need to do right now is find the little things that make us happy or the small joys in each day. So for me, even when I'm super busy and like, you know, taking classes all day, I'll still find that one hour in the morning or sometimes in the evening I'll put on like music and dance. And that's my one hour to kind of just feel liberated. Dance for you is mm -hmm. that, right? Yeah, I love dancing. Mm -hmm. Whether it's my workout or whatever. Like, it depends, you know. I feel like it's also very important to listen to yourself. Like, there are some days I just feel like, I just need to move, you know. Yeah. I just need to
1: put on music and just go for it. Interesting. Tell me something. You are somebody who started working at a very, very early age, right? Uh, found yourself, found your voice, and found your passion, most importantly. But in all of this, you've been doing a lot of things, Right. Uh, I I also noticed you know during my interactions with you in the past few days you have a certain time during which you will respond to the phone you will respond to messages (laughs) I figured that right (laughs) and which is a great thing because you're setting up boundaries for yourself Uh, but someone like you who's uh, who's while taking online uh, classes right now of course uh, you know uh, to your multiple huge big clientele list of clients and they're all very important people they wouldn't want to be late and stuff like that or they are themselves sometimes late uh, at the same time you know uh, you've written a book you run a business you're an entrepreneur and everything that goes around running how do you then you know how do you how do you kind of structure your life around it i think structure is my question uh, i mean i know they're all interrelated like whether mindfulness yeah. But a, a lot of people wanted to know. A lot of people want to know how, because you yourself are a sports person. You're you're somebody who teaches, you know, health to people or yeah. who coaches on health. But then how do you structure that, that part of your life?
0: You know, that, honestly, that's a tough question because I, <laughs> I don't have a very specific answer for it. But I think, you know, one thing I learned at a young age from my parents, is that you always have time for the things that matter most. So, I feel like, yes, the day has 24 hours. Sometimes we feel like it's not enough. But because I'm also an early bird, I feel like I capture more of the day. And so, like, I wake up early. I have, you know, as as you saw, I have hours where I will look at my phone and reply you know and it's just as you said setting those boundaries saying that okay this is my time for this this is my time for this and this is my time to do whatever i want you know because they can't also always be structured there needs to be a time when you're like i don't know what i'm doing right now which is also really important so i think it's a mix of that but yes i think what i do is i have certain hours where i keep fixed for like clients or you know i say i will work from this time to this time online or take classes in person whatever whichever the situation between these hours after these hours I will work on other things I want to work on whether it's the business like the Pilates studio whether it's the earth circle another fashion project then of course I will work on my book as much as possible but also I think the most important thing I find for myself and I've learned through the years is not to put unnecessary pressure on myself so Sometimes if it's not working out, sometimes if I can't manage, I'm not harsh on myself. I'm just like, okay, it's okay, you pick it up tomorrow. Because sometimes you're also tired, you know. Yeah. We're all human by the end of the day. You've taken like eight, ten classes, and you're just like, I'm not even in the mood now to look at the business end of stuff, you know? And that's okay. I think that's fine. But I try and keep those hours quite fixed in a way, where I'm like, these are my work hours, these are my chill hours. And the chill hours are not touched by work and the work hours are not touched by chill. What happens
1: so, What happens with someone like you who's teaching health and fitness to clients, but at the same time also has to look at her own health and fitness? Uh, I mean, I can just, I can't even think that if you're teaching health and fitness uh, Pilates to your clients for eight classes in a day, which is almost as good as eight hours, you're actually part of those classes and then you have to motivate or I don't know push yourself to do it for yourself as well right how how do you get that strength and motivation and I don't know discipline you know how I do it before everyone else (laughs) Yeah,
0: because if I finish my workout in the morning before I start classes I will do it for sure And if I wait till evening, naturally, like you said, I've taken a lot of classes. Sometimes I'm a little tired to kind of look into my own routine at that time. So I usually finish my workout before, or I have fun and work out with my clients and get my workout in as well. But I think, you know, as I said, it's just about finding time for what really matters. And I really genuinely enjoy working out. And I enjoy training people. So for me, work doesn't feel like work. You know, I, I love every second of it. And the fact that I get to interact yeah. with so many different people from different walks of life, it's so interesting. It's also a nice challenge because everyone's body is different. Their goals are different. So you're also, you know, thinking, you're also changing routine. It's not like, you know, there's a set workout for everybody. So it keeps it interesting. And I think that's what really keeps me going. I, I, I don't know. I just don't find
1: work work.
0: You know, sure, it's just sure. a word given to it, passion, but I
1: really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. interesting, you know, because... Uh, so, I've obviously been speaking to a lot of women on the podcast. uh And one constant question I always have is around structure and their timelines. And, you know, and all of them have... And how do they give importance to their own fitness, right? Uh And it, it's interesting because most of them have said the same thing that... You know, if you if you want to look at your own fitness, you start before you first look at yourself, and then do anything else. Yeah. Uh, that's only way you can kind of achieve it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it doesn't make. I mean, I know people who really like working out in the evening or late afternoon. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I think it's just so personal. But mm-hmm. overall, I think the consensus is that if you get it done in a way, get it done, although I love it and I hate calling it, get it done. But if you work out and finish your workout before... It's still a checklist, yeah. Yeah,
1: you start your day, you're more likely to not miss a workout. Absolutely. Yeah. Namita, what what would you suggest for women who are especially right now during this time, most of us who are home, working, non-working, but we're all multitasking because our loads have increased, right? And I particularly want to ask for women... What are the kind of stuff they could do to bring that? Uh, I know it's a fitness question, but it's something that everybody wants to know. Uh, how, when you have maybe just in half an hour, you know, maybe not that one hour, because, you know, everybody is home and nobody's going to school and nobody's going to office for women, you know, who are work, uh, who are housewives or even for working women. How do you, what is it that that you think is the right fitness thing for, especially for women? What are those things and how? You know, again, it's. I know you're asking for women,
0: but of course, every woman is different. But in general, I would say if you can find about forty-five minutes, three to four times a week for yourself to do a good workout, you're good. And you can do a mix right now because you're home. A mix of body weight training, which is so versatile. You know, I've been taking online classes for a year, and I think till now we. We are doing different routines, learning new yeah. exercises, using different things like the wall as a prop or sofa as a prop, and, you know, just finding so many different ways to work the body. And, and having so cardio. much. Yeah, just and there's hope. so
1: much to learn from every. I mean, the, look at the resources we have in the form of internet. Exactly. So there is so much that one can do. So I think just doing body weight training
0: and some form of cardiovascular activity at home. You may not be able to go out for a walk. If you can, great. Like if you have space to do that, great. If you can't, there's even other cardiovascular activity you can do at home from simple things like skipping rope or, you know, just climbing the stairs up and down a few times. You can do simple things, jumping jack, high knees. You know, all these things add that cardio to your routine because you also want to work on your cardiovascular endurance and, you know, your respiratory system. But you also want to work on strength. So you also work on say, simple exercises like push-ups, ab preps, wall sits, where you work on strength, then you want to do dynamic stuff where you're working on flexibility. So all these things together are important. Usually what I would like to say is fitness is very holistic or wholesome, right? You want to work on strength, flexibility, balance, endurance, stability, everything, you know, all together. And that is something you can achieve at home. All you have to do is find, like, 45 minutes three, four times a week to at least keep your fitness regime going. Interesting.
1: I think I would, you know, uh, I'm focused enough on fitness for women and men and all that. <laughs> I want to now focus on, I want to talk to you, talk about you as the person who has grown in the last, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a professional, you started working so early. Uh, yeah. Almost at 16, 17? 16. 16, amazing. Uh and you know, there's a there's, there's something which which is very interesting. A lot of young kids who start or take up a career tend to do switches, right? Tend to switch jobs or career changes and all. What has made you I know your answer will be passion, but <laughs> what has made you consistently stay with it? Of course, because when you're young, your mind will always go and say, but you've consistently, you know, managed to be in the fitness space health and fitness space, and be at it and, of course, you know, build everything around it. You know, like you said, one thing is,
0: of course, passion. And uh, is also the fact that I am passionate about quite a few things, and fitness being one of them. But I, while I enjoy fitness, and while I take my classes, I also make sure I still keep my other passions going. So, whether it's wildlife and, you know, animal life, I still do a lot for that. Whether it's I believe in sustainability, so whether it's that, now started the Earth Circle, you know, I love dance and music and Pilates and everything, so I made a song called Flow, whether it's, you know, anything, I just, I still try and enjoy those things, so I never feel like, oh, maybe I should have done that also, or maybe I should do that and not do this or whatever, because
1: I do that anyway. You've managed to not leave your other passion things and maybe just convert one into your profession. Yeah,
0: and I think also it's all right. Even if you're switching, it's not a big deal because as you evolve, as you grow, there are constant changes that are going to come about in your life. And as we evolve, I think the most important thing is to accept that evolution and kind of, grow from that you know and I think of course one reason one big reason why I stick to the fitness field and I've never been thought of doing anything else or you know it doesn't cross my mind ever is the fact that the passion that I have for fitness and the satisfaction that I get from seeing how people are feeling you know and the feedback Yeah. yeah and the feedback they give me and you know just if I may say in a way I am part of their fitness journey and I'm part of their journey towards just finding themselves as well in a way you impact know. creation if, if, if that's and the right word even though I know I'm just a small part of that journey it is a very satisfying feeling when they come back to you and say you know ever since I started working out I'm feeling so much happier I can do so much more I have so much energy I have no pain anymore you know my lower back doesn't hurt anymore so all those kind of things really just keep you motivated keep you going and just make you feel like I think I'm doing something right you know and luckily, I have the support of my dad, of course, who's also very passionate in, yeah. about fitness. Yeah. And mom, who's also very, very encouraging. And she works out with me all the time. So I've been getting mm-hmm. feedback from her. You know, it's, it's, it's a very wholesome feeling. It's something that I feel like, you know, fulfilled. Fulfill. There's a very, yeah, yeah the, It's not just, of course, the passion that's led to this, but also the feedback and the response that I get from the people that I
1: train encourages me and motivates me to do more yeah, i mean uh this is this is this is a this is a line that i've heard a lot of times from a lot of people saying that if the work that you do impacts people it will always be long-lived it will always yes. keep on growing and growing and growing yes. but tell me in all of this what where does discipline come in because you know i, I want to ask you two things in two parts. Discipline, just not just for fitness. Uh, Of course, where does discipline come in? How does one push themselves to find that discipline, especially during these times? And then, of course, discipline and then finally merging it with the rest of your life. You know, I think for me, at least, I feel like discipline is kind of the difference
0: between what I want right now and what I really want, you know okay so it's finding realizing that you need that discipline to achieve the ultimate goal sure you know there might be days when you feel like you need to waver or you feel like you you know you want to in simpler ways have a cheat meal for example sure you know but then if you look at the ultimate goal and be like that's what i want to achieve you kind of already put that other cravings off or the other things you want to do away so I think discipline plays a huge role because it's really what will... It's one of the few things that I can say you can't get rid of if you want to achieve your goal. Because it's the consistency, it's the discipline, it's the...
1: Yeah, just the discipline. I don't even have a better word
0: for it. It's just really but, what you need. But tell me something I, when
1: it comes to fitness specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for example, a huge for a huge part of my life, and I can tell you my story... I, I went behind trying to lose weight. Uh, it became worse after I, you know, I had my daughter and put on humongous amount of weight and all of that. But then then there came a point where, in, you know, I was like, no, I, I think I'm running after the wrong thing because then you set uh, goals which are unrealistic and stuff like that. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah I realized that it's that 20 minutes every day for the next 30 days or next X, Y, Z months, which are going to make a difference rather than saying, oh, one hour to mujhe karna yeah right? Uh, yeah. It's it's that question of, is it goals or is it the process?
0: So, it's both I would say. Like I said, you know, it's the consistency as well. So, it's not like okay, if I do this for five days, I'm going to be superwoman, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, understanding that it's a long-term process. Like we always say fitness is not a destination, it's a journey. You yeah. know? And yeah. you can't be like, I've reached there and I'm done. Because you'll always have more to achieve. There's always more. And whether it's weight loss, which I'm not a big fan of the term, I'm not a big fan of, but whether it's weight loss or just getting fitter, you know, yeah, it's yeah. a long-term process and discipline is required. Like you said, it's not important to do one eye every day. It's important to be consistent with it. Yeah. You can't be like, today I'll do one hour, tomorrow I'll eat, day after I'll do one hour. You know, it, it doesn't work like that. You have to find a routine, find something that works for you and also break up your goal. You might have a big ultimate goal, but celebrate the small wins, you know? And I think one way of staying disciplined or staying motivated is giving yourself a pat on the back when you deserve it. I think we all tend to be pretty harsh on ourselves, you know, when we don't achieve something in the timelines we've set because we almost, most of the time, we set unrealistic timelines for ourselves. <laughs> we kind of then, we ourselves down and feel sad about it. And then we push even more. Then we do even more drastic things. We go on these sad diets and we do all these things, which are actually more harmful for the body. So discipline is important, yes. But once you find the right regime, once you find the right routine, and I feel like it's quite easy to stick to a routine and be consistent if you're doing it right. Because I always say, whether it's with your fitness, there's no point killing yourself. You don't need to overdo it even a yeah, 20 minute yeah. workout can be super effective it, yeah. you don't need to work out 7 days of the week you know give your body a day off it all depends you might have a day of active rest you might have a day where you're really pushing you might have a day where you're just stretching you know whether it's your food you might eat well a lot of days of the week but if you enjoy that treat meal i don't call it cheat meal i call it treat meal it's okay to have that treat meal you know it's important i would say because your mind needs it. You can't always be like, I can't do this, I can't do that. You go out with your friends, they all are eating and you're like, no, 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 I can't because I... You're just going to put so much pressure on yourself that you're actually not going to achieve your goals because stress is a big hindrance towards achieving your goals. So yeah, I think it's just about finding consistency, finding something that works for you and rewarding yourself. We forget that rewarding process. And when you reward yourself, when you're you know, doing something that's sustainable, like in terms of the process, Discipline comes in a lot easier. Motivation comes in a lot easier. You'll also start achieving the small goals faster. you see the rewards. You'll want to achieve the next goal because you rewarded yourself. So it's a much happier
1: process. Absolutely. Tell me, uh, you briefly spoke about meditation and you practicing it. Uh, if you have to simplify it for people who are, st- I mean, I meditate, but it it took me a certain time to Get a hang of it in the sense uh I mean it, it's it's a journey and I, I don't know I, I can't explain that. Uh, but for people who are starting everybody hears it's important right uh but for people who are starting just sitting that five sitting for that five minutes is a big 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 thing. Uh how do they start and why should they do it?
0: Um how do they start? I'll start up with answering that. I think um find something first that you enjoy. Like for me also, I had so much going on in my head that when I also have to sit down and meditate, it's like my mind is thinking about what will I do in class tomorrow? Oh, which song can I dance on tonight? You know, there's so much going on in the head that it's really hard to sit down and silence that mind, you know, and so I would say I started with a lot more active meditation in the form of dance, in the form of music, in the form of scuba diving, in the form of my exercises. So in my exercises, anyway, as I said, we do a lot of mindfulness practice where we are focusing a lot on the breathing. Yeah, so all those yeah. things really helped me silence silence my mind a bit. And also I think a very important part of meditation is saying hello to the thoughts that come into your head, not. Yeah trying to ignore them, not trying to force them out. Acknowledging that those thoughts are there and then moving forward with
1: that thought. You know, And it takes certain amount of time to be able to. It does. That. Think, yeah, Yeah. and I think just just for me, like I said, dancing, music,
0: singing, they're all excellent ways to find peace because all of these focus on your breath. And what at the end of the day, at least for me, is meditation is understanding your breathing, understanding your breath. So to begin with, I think the most important thing is to breathe. Forget how you're breathing. Forget closing your eyes. Forget all of that. Exercise. Do a crunch and focus on your exhale and inhale. Do a plank and just focus on it. Or like, you know, just stay in a plank. The main thing with meditation is the reason the mind wanders so much is because it has nothing else to focus on. So that's why, you know, people tend to put on like music sometimes, meditation, guided meditation, or music for meditation. So there's something else the mind can focus on rather than just the thoughts in the head. So we have this form of exercise called Zenga, Z-E-N-G-A, where we use like a ball, you know, those mini stability balls. And we use that ball to kind of meditate through the movement of the ball. And the reason it works so well is because You have a prop as simple as a ball. Yeah. And for example, you take that ball and you put it in front of your chest, you know, in your heart center and you inhale and try and see how much the ball expands or goes in front and exhale, it comes back in. Automatically, your mind is focusing on the ball and the movement of the ball and not the hundred other thoughts that might be there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also bringing awareness to how much you're inhaling and how much you're exhaling. You can do a similar thing and put the ball on one side. See how much you're expanding and contracting on the ribs. Try the other side. Is it the same or not? Put it on your belly. See how much that's happening. You know, so it's a very nice prop to kind of focus your mind and get your breath work going. And then, of course, over time, you can maybe lessen the aids you take and see if you can do it. Just but sit just deep. accept yeah. the thoughts coming in. I think that's yeah. the most important thing. And, yeah, why is it important? Like, we know why it's important. There are thousands of studies talking about why. In fact, you know, I've read somewhere, some time ago about how people who meditate, like in the olden days, of course, now we are, we've lost a lot of the knowledge, I think, over the years, but how people used to levitate when they used to meditate. You know, so there's a huge power in meditation. There's a frequency that your body is, you know, in tune with or the vibration that you need and just the focus on your breath work the not the mask not the control of the brain but the mastery of the mind yeah so i think that's something that's very important because in a fast paced world that we live in even more so because we need to calm down yeah we need a heart rate to be relaxed we need to be not stressed at least for some point of the day absolutely and i think that's why meditation is really important and It's proven, I mean, even for me, my skin health, hair health, body, mind,
1: everything has improved since I started meditating. Yeah. yeah. I think for me personally, um, one reason I could get through the entire chaos of last year was that 10 minutes, you know, centering if those who are into meditation, centering and grounding is what it does. But yeah, yeah, that was quite deep. (laughs) Navrita, just the last part of the conversation. Yes. you know uh, at a young age you have achieved a lot a lot of people see you as successful but i'm sure as an individual you have lots to achieve what is what is it that where do you you know where do you want to go from here uh, in terms of impacting more people you know i think
0: of course we have a couple of studios across the country right now but the big goal is to really be able to take this form of exercise to every possible part of the country. The challenge, of course, is, if I may say very honestly, also the cost. You know, it's not... Infrastructure, yeah. Yeah, it's the infrastructure. It's an expensive form of exercise because of the equipment, because of the education, everything. But my goal really is to be able to reach as many people as I can across the country because I've seen how Pilates, Zenga, you know, flowing and all these forms of mindful exercise has helped me not only physically but mentally and has helped a lot of my clients not only physically but mentally and I think the combination of being healthy physically, mentally, you know, spiritually, I think is very, very important. And I think that's one thing that I'm very keen on and so I've been trying, whether it's through online classes, trying to do more group classes, trying to put out whatever I can through social media, although like I said earlier, I'm not a very big person on, you know, digital. Digital. I know it's important and I really do want to share whatever I can, but I'm also not someone who likes to be on my phone all the time. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a, I you forget. know, cash 2020 kind yeah. of, where it's like, I want to share as much as I can, but it's like, I also want to help people in person. I also want to give one-to-one attention to people. And, you know, it's never been about being famous or being popular or, you know, it's never been that for me. It's always been about just, doing the best that I can in whatever I do. And I just feel like if I can't do it justice, then I'd rather not do it. You know, I'd rather do it properly or not do it at all. So, um, yeah, I think the goal with the studios at least is to open as many as I can across the country so that we can really reach as many people as possible and people can really benefit from this form of exercise. And maybe write another book because the first book I wrote was when I was 17 uh and it's amazing. been exactly 10 years now Wow! so i think it's time for another i was before. trying to
1: avoid uh, not revealing your age <laughs> you <laughs> just it, did <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but uh this is amazing that was thoughtful deep and my kind of conversation if i have to say so <laughs> Uh thank you so much uh, namrata i think uh you know, the idea was that I get somebody who practices mindfulness, who practices meditation and the more we talk about these forms of centering yes. or grounding, right, the more more people would benefit out of it. 100%. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, thank you so much for your time. I hope you achieve whatever you plan to do with not just the studios <laughs> but uh, individually, you know, with all your passion projects as well as the, the studio. Thank you so much. I hope the same for you. <laughs> If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, then do follow me on social media for more updates and short format content. You can search me by the name Anshu Patni Singhi on Instagram and on Twitter. If you have suggestions, please write to me or message me on Instagram and Twitter. I'll be back the next week.